The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hashtag no music, no intro. Saints Block Party podcast brought to you by BetterHelp coming at you. 28 to 6. Um, there's. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to start here. The thing that still is in my craw about this game is how the game ended. Mm. And it's in my craw because I think it's such an indictment and such a telling way of how this team is currently being run. Yes, Saints won 28 to 6 is there's like in a three-way tie with NFC South. But I, I, I don't. I'm not going to get into – oh, shit, the Ravens just walk, just won the game on a walk-off fucking punt return. Um, I'm not going to get into – we'll get into the minutiae of the game. We'll get into what, bro, what how it broke down. But why I'm starting with the end is I think it's – if you follow the breadcrumbs that we've left as a podcast, that other people have reported, uh, beat reporters reported about the Saints this season, I need a good reason, and I didn't listen to the to post game presser. I need a good reason why Dennis Allen. I, I know what the reason was, but I want to know what what the logic was with sitting Jameis Winston and Trevor Penning, and and essentially the entire backup offensive line out to kneel and end the game when that's like like rarely ever ever like you do not see teams in games that way you don't do it you don't see it ever and when i saw that and and shout out to our dude tj who who mentioned it because we were about to put on we about to put on red zone and he mentioned he was like he was like did james just take the snap like the kneel to end the game and i we went back to like sure enough you you do something like that when your quarterback has played dog shit most of the season and you want to save him from losing four or five yards on his stats. Like that, it it still blows my mind <laughs> that that happened. Have you like, have you seen that before, bro? Have you ever seen that? I've before? never seen, I'm trying to think I've never. And I'm not, ever. I'm not saying it, it may have, ne- has never happened in the NFL. It I'm may sure, have, I'm sure it is, but. 
I've never seen that happen. Well, just for that snap and pending, I got. I don't know. I don't know. It felt weird. It felt gross. On like on levels that like I I won't I won't get into. But when your Miranda's your your mo Miranda's operandi Miranda, thank you. As Dennis Allen, this season has been it is everyone's fault except Derek Carr's. We we saw it today in the game, bro. We we Eric McCoy, the most mild mannered. Calm, humble dude. After Derek Carr takes a sack, and I, I got a clip, I got to clip it, Ryan. I said it before the snap when I when I I heard and see him call out the mic, and I said in the in the live stream, this nigga's calling out the wrong mic. That is not the mic. Yep. Bro, I don't. I'm not. I'm not an NFL quarterback, Ryan. <laughs> but the reason I knew that he was calling out the wrong mic is because Derek Carr has been making incorrect audibles. All fucking season. All, all season, bro. Tell, tell, tell the listeners what happened after he called out the mic and the play was snapped, bro. Uh, A-gap blitz, pretty much. Blowing up uh, Ruiz and a sack. And after they're walking off the field, Eric, McC- I don't know what, oh, I, oh, I want to know what was said. I don't know what Derek, I don't know who he even, I don't know if Derek Carr said something first. Or, I think or, Derek Carr said something first. Probably. And you know how it is when you pissed off and does somebody say, I told you, or something like that? Ooh, boy. There's, there's not, there is nothing worse than being, like, maybe underperforming, whether it's your job, whatever, right? And then being blamed for something that you know is not your responsibility. That will drive you fucking crazy. And Eric McCoy is oh, yeah. fed up, bro. Fed up. Fed up. We got we got to talk about the we want Jameis chance in the dome. Fire Dennis Allen chance in the dome. And this is coming off a twenty eight oh. to six win, Ryan. A twenty eight to six win in the division, bro. And and, and, and Da answering questions about Mary McCoy and, and Derek Carr, you know. And of course, he said, "Oh, it's no, it's no biggie. Just heated emotions on the sideline." Blah blah. blah. Like yeah, okay. That's what we talk about shoveling bullshit. That right there. That's it. Like Eric, like we've seen Eric McCoy as a pro since what two thousand what sixteen? I think he got no, that was sixteen. It was uh, it was uh, the CD 18, draft nineteen nineteen. Yeah. So been in the league a while. Played with Andy Dalton. Played with Trevor Simeon. Obviously played with Drew Taysom, Brees. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. <laughs> Did he, did he play with Teddy Bridgewater too? Probably, I don't even know what I don't even know time anymore. Know. It's such a blur. But I know I've never seen Eric McCoy snap at the starting quarterback like that before. I know that for Ever. sure. Ever. I know that Ever. Jimmy Graham, as you said, has four catches in endless on the season, and three of them have been for touchdowns. But yet this man was inactive for like five, six weeks in a row. But no one could explain to me why. I, I know that Dennis Allen on a very, very poorly, poorly spotted ball that the Panthers got that converted a first down on fourth down or third down, whatever down it was, was so late throwing the flag that he couldn't even he couldn't even challenge it properly. I know that much. <laughs> That's another thing. I don't know if I've ever seen it. I, maybe I did, but I just don't remember. <laughs> just, 
the ref having to come out, the, the challenge was thrown, but it wasn't in time. <laughs> There'll be no challenge on this play. <laughs> NFL official version of this dummy. He's like, they probably had to get together like, what do we do here? <laughs> um, so when though? I, I, I've said it so much on this podcast and it is a win. I don't want to take that away from him. Uh, I want to, I do want to give credit to um, 27 as it got yeah. him played yes. a great game. Give credit to 31 Jordan Howden, yeah. like play also played a very, very good game. I get it. The, the Panthers are, are dog, like, bro, <laughs> I want to, oh, what, who can we, I wish I could pull, someone got, and I don't have the time to do it, I should have done before the podcast, of like, what is the winning record of the teams the Saints have beaten this season? Oh. They've beaten Panthers twice, Patriots, Titans, they've gotten six. Uh, who else? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. Um, oh. Right, feels like such a blur, bro. Oh, the, we, the game we were at, the Bears. Bears, yeah. Um and the one Colts. other oh and the Colts okay six wins if you pull up if you add up the winning records of those teams don't don't even know it's not five hundred but yet they are in this fight for divisional title but this all comes to me just in terms of Mickey Loomis went on a, a, I don't know the radio or whatever is talking about economical thing. Nothing economical, bro. Like, I'll st- stop that. Stop the bullshit with the tickets being an economical thing. It wasn't for the Lions game. We, back-to-back weeks, this podcast has tried to give away, give away $3.99 a ticket to go see the Saints play in the Superdome, which in and of itself is such, like, an amazing experience. It's right. like, there's nothing like it. Even when even when the team's not doing when even when the team is shit, like could not give away tickets in back to back weeks, right? And I, this I don't want to humble brag. We average about two thousand plus listens, if not more, on podcast episodes. So you telling me that? And I'm not saying all those people who listen are in Louisiana or close, but I'm sure a good fuck majority of them are. You tell me one, what? Not one person said I'll take the ticket. Not one. No bad. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, it's uh it, games like this though, man, you just feel weird. Cause look, I mean, I I can't help but like seeing my team win. Of I course. Know. I just don't hundred you know percent. Were there points during the game where I'll be like, come on, Lions. <laughs> I mean Panthers, what that is. Yeah, there were plenty of times. But in the end, you know, I like to see the team win. And Burr, but three fourths of that game. It was it was a hard watch, bro. Even they, though they were leading, you know what, six to nothing or something like that. I mean, remember what the score was fourteen to three. You yeah, just didn't it, feel like it was fourteen it, to you three. You felt like, yeah, but you felt like, is anybody really winning this game? Like, there's that quote from The Wire: uh, "Nobody wins. One side one side just loses more slowly, or something like that." That's how I felt. It's like both teams were just losing, but one was losing better than the other. Like, I don't know. It just, it just same way. But the Panthers were just so bad Ooh. that even even an incompetent Saints 
can look like world beaters to them. They didn't even, the Saints didn't even really play well until like midway through the third quarter, and it was twenty eight to six. Like that that speaks to more how bad the Panthers were. And I mean, I'm not I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. The team has continued to show they continue to fight. Yep. These professional dudes, they want to go out and play. They want to win. You know, you, so you got to give credit to that. You know what I'm saying? That just speaks to the character of the two players they do have on the team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and as much as I disparage the Saints, and you know, and but I, the, the makeup of the team, I still feel is a good makeup. You know what it I'm is. saying? That's what the character of the team. And I think that, and I think that's what really was carrying it right now. It is, and that, but. It's also the thing as a fan when you know you have a good makeup of the team, and this and this is these are the results of what of what we're seeing week in and week out. Exactly. And I'm not, and again, exactly. I a hundred percent think all of us as Saints fans overrated some of the talent on on the team as as oh, totality. Yeah. We we did. Even if you remove if you remove the Derek Carr uh, arbitros. They're, they're, we still overrated the, the talent hey, of the team. Man, they got a they got a uh, YouTube show out there with us saying, "Could Saints O line be elite this year?" <laughs> elite, which is crazy because they've looked pretty like late, like solid, they been solid as hell since what, like maybe since the Texans game. Since the Texas game, yeah, they've looked, and we we were on uh, James Hurst really hard. James Hurst on slid in at a guard and just it's just solidify the left guard spot right solidify, bro. but again going with with things like that I'll, i keep saying it's not about what it's not about the end result it's about the process i'm gonna give you a couple of stats Derek carr 18 for 26 119 yards four quarters of football ak three catches negative 11 yards Yuck. uh chris olave Four catches, 28 yards. One, one of your best wide receivers. Panthers rushed the ball 39 times. 204 yards rushing that the Saints gave up defensively. They put up a stat <laughs> earlier. Okay, I'm going to, sorry. I'm on ESPN. It keeps playing this annoying ad that fucking has audio. That the last, what, five or six games the Saints have been the absolute worst defensively, giving up 155 yards on the ground. Ugh. The, the Panthers had the most rushing yards they've had all season. Again, mm. this this is coming off of a win, and I don't want to I don't want to take any way, anything away from the players that contributed to that. But it's at this point, like the, the players are winning in spite of coaching, right? Winning in spite of it. We didn't even talk and. Dar- Darren, I know, Dar- you know, was it Darren Rizzi, the sports special teams coach, bro? He's he like, I'm gonna give the team two touchdowns this season. Like one, one we won in the Green Bay game, we should have won. Like he like, what what more can I do to help out? What more can I do? Uh, my I, keeper I, sucks. My keeper oh, stands, but my, oh my god, bro, that miss was one of the worst fucking. <laughs> it was hilarious, bro. Because they do this every week. They every do week. it every week. They're so predictable because it's like, okay, they're moving the ball. Okay, okay. I'm Kamara moving. Okay, you don't get a touchdown, then okay. You all miss your kick, of course. It's like, okay. You, you, AK's running great. Then you like run, you do three passes in a row. Um, but this is how games like this is how 
the organization with DA and with Mickey potentially are, are going to be able to continue to shove this narrative of, we'll see, see, yep. see guys, things, things are coming together. Like we're, we're, we're right there. Um, in long term, that can have a lot of bad, like long term consequences for the team. Yeah. No question. Like we called it a pure victory, man. Like, yeah, you won the day's battle, but but ultimately it cost you your troops or whatever. You know, it really costs you more in the end. So it's it. You know, we know where this is going, bro. And they, they, they I don't want to know. Do they like? Does do they really view it through the blinders? Like I think they are. <laughs> are they really viewing this? Like really deep down when he's Loomis sitting in his little. Man. Sitting in his Mercedes on his way home, is he thinking, "Man, my team is really good. We just got to get a little better here and there." Or is he thinking, "Man, I failed this year." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To his right, I, I failed this year, and he should be thinking the latter. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? That's what he should be thinking. But you know, I think they they want to constantly try to sell us on hope, right? You know that they're just right there. You know what I'm saying? Just a few more things, a few more breaks go our way. He knows what the the Jen Earth the Jen Urso bro like you know hope you know <laughs> rebellion start on hope bro. I'm not buying it, bro. Oh, I'm just man. I'm not. But this, this has some has some funny shit this game, bro. bro. Like I... the 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 pass to Pete, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pass to Pete, bro. Like, Pete looking like oh, what the fuck? What you want me to do with this? Oh, man. I was howling, howling at the pass of Pete. Um, oh man! I mean, we—it's like, it's, it's, like I—I I don't want this to be like a seven a seventeen minute fucking recap pod, but it's like it's not—it's not a lot to talk about. Like it really is. Not a lot to talk about. It really ain't, man. We just—we just here to let y'all know that I do think, you know, tickets were four dollars today. Four dollars, like that is on people's radar, bro. And they, you can't tell me that ain't on management radar. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and someone brought up a good team. It was uh, yeah. Dan, our dude Dan, brought up a good point that when you when you are not selling tickets, especially tickets of that low, he brought up a good point. People are not buying beer. People are not going to the concession stand. People are not buying food. And that's what that's what teams make some money, bro. They make money like that shit. Like that, that, that should be, and I'm sure it is. And I, I wish I would want to know how much it is, but that's the shit that really should be on, on the team's radar is that the fans, the New Orleans Saints fans, fan base, and New Orleans has the most diehard fan base are telling you, are telling you what they think of the team and the state of the team right yep. now. How many, how many, like, either people in our Discord, people in, on Twitter has reached out or just told us that they're not renewing their season tickets? Two minutes to come. Two minutes to come, bro. I see it all the time, man. And these people who've had season tickets for, like, years. Years, Brian. I want to I, I bring up this point as it just passed on um, Red Zone before I forget it. So Mickey Loomis says this little thing about like the economy regarding the Lions, blah, blah, blah. 
Today, tickets for the Panthers game, lowest four dollars. We we tried to list our 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 ticket, tried to get like seventeen dollars for it, didn't sell. Jay and Jay's parents have have had season tickets to the Niners for the longest time, right? They have some pretty, I would say, maybe in the equivalent of Levi's, maybe like Max-ish type of seats or kind of on on that on that level. So she sells the tickets. Jay sells the tickets for the Niners Seahawks game that's playing right now. There's three tickets. They sold for five hundred and fifty each. Damn. Damn. And you could have got good seats today in the 100 section for about deep, 50 dollars. Deep posted it, bro. 550 without fees. Right? That means someone, a, a group of three people, said 15, 1600. So that's like six, what, 1650 without fees to go watch a football game. A divisional football game. So Mickey Loomis can't come out can't come at us with the economic shit. When people will spend money when the product is worth spending money on. Period. And we know that. We know that. We've seen it. Um I would just be fascinated to know. With with everything kind of and I, this will obviously calm things down. We even bring up the fact that Taysom didn't play. Bro, I didn't – this is the first time, I think, since I've been a Saints fan, when there was, like, active inter- internet and, fi- and being able to find out. I didn't even look up who the who the actives and actors were before the game, bro. Didn't look it up. Didn't look it up. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> How wild is that, Ryan? <laughs> I was like, dude. Okay. I know I'm going to be in the Zoom. We're going to be having fun. Whatever fucking happens. No, Zoom was literally. <laughs> uh, this nigga here gave gave a impassionate defense of Sarah J. That up, Ryan. Oh, that shit, that shit is getting on the internet. We get that shit. Bro. That shit was beautiful, man. Brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> I'm gonna send that to her. Oh, she can add it, bro. She can add it. <laughs> don't even want her to podcast. I don't want her to nothing, bro. Just All right, we'll need that. Don't need that. <laughs> Listen, the viewership just be like, "Ugh, these niggas got Sarah J." On the- <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't know, it's, it's fine. Um, it's fine. But it was it was a it was a great fucking day in the zoo. Um, the the team is so bad that 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 Joey Joey, the most optimistic vibes person who's been all season, was just man was a little fed up that they won today, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, oh. and I looked at the TL, the TL fighting like it's a loss, bro. I'm like, <laughs> what? That's what it feels like. This ain't a loss. Oh, man. I, and then Darren, Darren Carr, I guess that's Darren Carr's brother or whatever, he tweets like, boo. Just, to, I guess, like, like nigga, you, do you see your, your brother had – what, 30 something yards in the fourth quarter? Like, fuck out of here. Before man. the pass to, to A.T. Perry that gained 44 yards, this nigga was sitting on 37 yards in the third quarter, right? Boo! Nigga, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck your family. Fuck your dumbass. D- David Carr wanted to sit. Jalen Hurts. Fuck all, all of them, Ryan. All of up, the Ryan. whole call. Up. The whole call family record label and crew. All of them, bro. 
<laughs> got to go. Get the hell out of New Orleans. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know about the, 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 I don't know about Heather's kids. So I ain't gonna go there. But uh, the adults, oh, yeah. fuck all of them. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Kids too. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> fine. You can come. I don't care, bro. Um, this episode of the Saints Block Party podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Woof. The holiday seasons are approaching and gift giving season is right on the horizon. What do you do to give gifts? Well, me and my family, we have a website that we go to and we kind of just put what we want, make our little gifts, gift lists. And then we kind of just go through the list and try to buy everybody the things that they want. And if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Well, whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do that. Best way to start is indulging in self-care. No better place to start than better help. With better help, you can give to yourself starting therapy, giving yourself self-care, and learn positive coping skills. It's simple, it's convenient, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Hudat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Hudat. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How does Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, bruh, 
I think the last meaningful game that Joe Flacco played was like during Lamar's rookie season when we played the the, the Ravens, bro. And, and he didn't want Lamar <laughs> on the field, bro. He said, "No, get get that get that nigger." Like, no, no. <laughs> I remember, bro. They tried to win, they tried to run a trick play with with Lamar. <laughs> Joe Flacco was not looking his way at all. Joe Flacco's been <laughs> on the street, on the street, has come in and two weeks and has looked better than Derek Carr has looked all fucking season, bro. That is wild. That is wild, right there, bro. Am I am I wrong? Am I wrong? Not wrong at all, man. You know, oh, I, so many, man, so many bad passes in this game. Oh my! <laughs> he was running towards pressure, like he he oh. would he would escape to the right, and he, he feels like he was like I don't know if he thought he was Jalen Hurts or like Josh <laughs> Allen, and he's just just running into the defensive lineman twice. No pocket presence. None, bro. <laughs> no pocket present. Can't can't read a defense. Can't identify a mic. <laughs> yeah, for, bro. <laughs> what are you good for? <laughs> <laughs> like you just being just being in a shitty relationship. You just got a shitty partner that don't just do nothing, bro. Maybe I'm going. Maybe I'm going on a little tangent because my divorce is finally finalized. After fucking, you just like what? What, what are you good for? Oh, oh. Do bad by myself. For real. Um. But all that said, we, we see we see glimpses of specialness from from AK. Um, Demario, while he looks he's looks his age, there's still plays where Demario looks like Demario. Um, but yeah. something I want to talk to you about. Again, because I don't, man, I don't get, I don't even get on the timeline before games, bro. Like I, I wait until like nine forty. <laughs> I playing, I'm playing video games. I'm eating. I'm like enjoying life. I'm like, oh, nine forty five. Time to go cut up with the boys. Go up, come upstairs. This whole little thing you brought up in the live stream that that Brooke put out about Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, it, and it wasn't a tweet. It was like during the uh, you know game day little video they do the live video. And I didn't know about it. Uh, shout out to Julie, one of our patrons. She didn't be and asked me about it. I'm like, hmm? I said, where, where, where is that at? So I went and listened. And Brooks, Brooke basically said that um, she basically questioned if Lattimore is going to be on the team next year and said he's having some kind of disgruntled relationship with DA. And that was the book further she went on it. And she said they'll they have more on it at the end of the season. So I'm like, what? And, uh, what so, is going on? I, I, I want to word this carefully. Is this another, and I have no idea. I haven't talked to my sores, haven't hit them up. Is this another like CD do situation? Is this another Trevor Penning situation? I don't know. One, because one, I said in the last stream, like it seems like I would guess Lattimore's contract would be super fucking difficult to get out of just oh, be, like yeah. almost impossible like there's like there's things like an nfl that's like contract or like almost impossible to get out of like it would do so much negative ca- and cap space wise to move on from him next season it seems like it would be not fathomable you could not i don't i don't so this is now two star oh D- debo still the dog two star secondary players CD when he was at his at his peak in his prime, and Marshawn, who is clashing with 
a defensive head coach, and Marshall, nothing's happened with Marshawn. I'm just playing devil's advocate, just hypothetical. If you as an organization are choosing that that head coach over your players, we've seen it before. It is hard to draft good players. And then the Saints have drafted Marcus Williams, Trevor, Trevor Hendrickson, and have let them walk and have not been able to replace their production. So you're telling me you're gonna you're gonna draft a star cornerback who you didn't trade up to draft Patrick Mahomes because you set you sat down, you didn't trade up, you drafted <clears throat> Marshawn, he's been stellar. He's been the absolute definition of everything cornerback wise, besides maybe consistency and and, and you know injury injury like history here and there, has been a stellar player for you. And you're going to trade him because he bashes he bangs head with the head coach potentially. What? The same head, oh, coach, head coach that. That, that that might not be here. Maybe I, I don't know, bro. Like, I'll, I'll ask you this, Spe- especially after this goddamn win. I just can't say I said a goddamn win like I'm mad at the win, right? What percentage do you put at DA being back next season? I say about eighty percent. Like I think he's gonna be back, bro. Like, I, I, I was I was say, I was I was going to say like seventy, but like higher than fifty for yeah. sure. I just think one more win will solidify him coming back. And I think they're going to figure out a way to win one more game. You so what? what, this, what is, it, is, it, is it Giants, Bucks, and Falcons to end the season? That's it? Just three more games? Rams. Uh, Rams. If they, don't beat, if they don't beat the Giants next week, they might not get that one more win, bro. That's what I'm saying. I think they will. I think they will get one more. I think that'll be enough. I think they'll look at the coaches that's coming out there. You know, it's not like a not a real many hit, hot names out there except Ben Johnson, um, and I just think they feel like even like they're gonna have a lot of constraints next year anyway. So I think they're gonna feel like, ah, right, let's just ride this out with DA, see what he can do. Which is just it's gonna be hell, bro. It's just gonna be hell on earth. Like I just you know, it's kind of, kind of hell. Like, and then the question is, how can you? So what? So he's what twenty one and forty five today. If he wins one more game, because you're saying he's going to be what? At that point, 22. Yeah, 22 and 22 and 28. 22 and 48 or something like that. And you're going to go at an end of a season presser and try to contrive some type of narrative that justifies him coming back. 22 and 48, right? That that would be a man. That'll be among the worst coaches ever, bro. <laughs> like to get all them games, because coach, you know, coaches don't last that long, bro. When they're not winning, you know. Well, we we could pilot two different franchises, but still, you know still, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. That'd be fucking wild, and it could happen. And 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 to the thing, to the point of, there's not a, you know, big you know big market for you know head coaches and hot names. You don't know that unless you go look and look and ask, bro. Nah, like, you like that, that's, look. Yeah. that's my like. We don't we, we don't, don't know. know shit. You know what I'm saying? We, I just look at a coach, like you know. But I mean, there could be some you know gems out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you got to get out there. Like Bill Clinton said, you can't get got, out there. Look, look under there. There's mass under there. Unveil it. Oh, some have been fucking right. 
if you don't, if you haven't watched that Jamie Jamie Fox special, you you not not gonna get the. Yeah. <laughs> Just the point though, you gotta look like you can't. You gotta look, and that to me was is the biggest mix misstep Mickey did post Sean. Yeah, is they looked, but they didn't look. Right, they had everything fixed on Dennis Allen from jump. I, I I know some things. I know that they came away very, very impressed with Aaron Glenn. Like to the point where, I don't know if you've ever been like in a position where you've interviewed someone like a, as a, like a hiring position and someone comes in and just blows you away. Aaron Glenn blew, blew him away. Blew him away. Um, so you, they interviewed Aaron Glenn last season. They interviewed uh, Brian, Brian Flores. And Eric Bieniemy, am I forgetting someone? I think that's is that it. Damn, is that it? Peterson, you said Peterson already. Yeah. Oh, Peterson. Yeah, Peterson, oh. Aaron Glenn, Eric Bieniemy, and Dennis Allen. And even with all those other three interviews, you and I, at no point during the interview process did we think it was going to be anyone other than Dennis Allen. Ever. Ever. At all. With that said, when you hone in and you don't look and you're so blind to anything else, you're not open to possibility, you're doing a disservice as whatever your position is. You're just doing yourself a disservice. Um, And so I just don't know how you can come out when you have a head coach who may be 22 and 48 at the end of the season who pick, hand-picked his quarterback and paid $150 million to. He looks like one of the top three worst quarterbacks in the league. Not only did he hand-pick his quarterback, he wanted him so bad that the went above and beyond to get him, including giving him $150 million. They are a, they are a tied package. And every excuse Derek Carr has had this season, first it was the offensive line. Then it was Chris Olave was being lazy. And he wasn't, he wasn't, like, at, at this, you're, they're out of excuses. What is it now? Oh, injuries, Rashid Shaheed, hurt, like. Oh, no. I don't know where it goes from here. Trash, man. Just trash, man. You know, I ain't really got much to say about this one. <laughs> I I I'd rather talk about Sarah J, bro. I'd rather talk about <laughs> rather talk about the, the Gulf of Tonk the Tonkin right now in this bitch, bro. Like Gulf of Tonkin incident, baby. Bro, Google it. Shit, that's what that's what the Saints doing to us right now. Oh, you see, oh, Derek <laughs> yeah. Carr just got Pretty attacked, much. attacked, and attacked and attacked. Oh, there was like, oh, they, he was on the radar. Oh, you, you guys can yeah. see it. He was. A, oh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> Better, bro. Better. Um, I, 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 I jokingly had put in, in the discord of like, Oh, oh Russell throwing that bitch. Ooh. Um, about making a big, like a huge, like fire Dennis, hashtag fire Dennis Allen sign for the, the Rams game. Cause we, we behind the saints on the game, but we stopped behind them. And I think, I think we might have to, I think we might have to do it, bro. Might be just, just a big one, bro. Just huge as shit. Big one, man. Huge. Whatever, whatever Staples can do, 
big and just just all game. <laughs> it's all game, bro. Get us get on the TV. TV everything, bro. Uh, if you come into the game, I, I know everyone likes to like, wear their Saints jerseys. Now you, you gotta be in the the Saints Black Party podcast T shirt of some kind. Just putting <sighs> us out there, bro. Um, but I'm excited for the Rams game. More, I'm excited to hang out with our community. Is is probably how I should word that. Um, yeah. But next week, this Giants game. And you know what the worst thing or best thing depends on how you look at it that could happen for the Saints because the Giants play I think Monday Night Football. So they don't play. Yeah, they play Monday Night Football. They play tomorrow. The worst thing that could happen for the Saints is like Danny DeVito has like a terrible game, like just a bad yeah. game. And the next week, uh, Brian Dable starts decides to go with the uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Regardless, the Saints should beat the Giants, but I don't know if I have I know. confidence in them, too. Also, like, no. um, uh, what's the quarterback we played against the Vikings? I'm blanking on his name. Dabs. Looked like a MVP against us, bro. He has fallen back to earth these last oh, two weeks. Oh, oh, back to earth. Back. Like, oh, yeah. Now but, we remember. Why. But, but we got the MVP Dobbs, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing, man. I mean, look, and I mean, I just just how this team looked for three quarters against this Panthers. This Panthers team is one of the worst teams I've seen in a long in time. In a long it's, time, Ryan. It's worse than a bad team. Like it is a bad. I don't see any. Like I don't know how you fix the type of bad. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it is terrible. And the Saints look ass against them until you know things broke through in the fourth quarter. Huh, I mean, it, it, it wasn't an inspiring. When you look at the score, you'd be like, oh, that's a good win. But for me, just watching, I didn't come away feeling like, man, this team, they can get something cooking. I, I didn't come away feeling like that at all. The, the Watching this game, I'm not going to say not as bad because the Panthers are, like, awful. And and as as much as we harp on the Saints on this podcast when they deserve it, I said, like, I said it in the – in the last stream, imagine being a Panthers fan. You done gave up the farm. Yeah. You gave up the farm to go up and draft Bryce Young, who as of right now looks dreadful. Maybe he's good, but right now he looks dreadful. You passed on him for CJ Stroud. That's on David Tepper, because David Tepper overruled Frank Wright, who wanted CJ Stroud. And you don't have a first round pick who's gonna be the number one overall pick next year where you could have drafted Caleb Williams who looks like one of the best quarterback prospects I've seen since Patrick Mahomes Oof. that's dark like that dark that's some Wes Craven dark shit bro like that is <laughs> eerie as shit bro <laughs> Oof. like I like you you talk about selling hope and shit I don't I don't but but as much as David Tepper in in the the expose that came out against the Panthers, you know, inner workings after Frank Wright got fired was great. I still there's still part of me that's just like I get it. Frank Tepper should have never stuck his head in, in the whole evaluation process and and and, and picking Young over Shroud. But he knew a bad head coach when he saw it, bro. Like he did. Well. Matt Rule was a good head coach. Bye. Frank Wright, and I think he, I think we, I think the NFL 
big NFL has been overrating Frank Wright for quite a while, bro. Like, I, it's, quite a while, bro. It, I don't know. When they heard it, I'm, I was like, QB whisperer. I'm like, what? <laughs> he picked all his quarterbacks in, in Indy, but um, <laughs> so Frank Wright wasn't wasn't working. He's gone. I I appreciate. I get it. People can see that as dysfun- uh you know, dysfunctional, not stability. All these things. I get it. But when it's, it's sometimes it's just as simple as like the eye test, and you like the team has not improved. Panthers had not improved from one one iota from week one to now week fourteen. So the same question I've been asking throughout this fucking podcast this season, it feels like a theme. What do the Saints do better this season than they did last season, excluding turnovers because that's such a volatile stat? Where's the improvement? Kick the kick the kicking game's worse. The run defense is worse. Run run offense is worse. The quarterback is worse. <laughs> Same question, bro. <laughs> I don't know. And the crazy thing is that they won this game. We ain't talked about Isaiah Foskey being inactive. We ain't talked about Kendra Miller, uh, Andy Cele- or Nick Cerlabarde fucking went on IR. Like the draft class is just fucking ass. Besides Brian, we see like. Dog days, bro. <laughs> but we got y'all covered, though. <laughs> yep. If if and I, I was gonna say if there's no one that's gonna hold the team accountable, we'll hold the team accountable. Everyone, every almost everyone in Saints media has been lighting these guys up these last couple of weeks. Chris, I love Ruv Lolo. Um, oh, he's been on it, on it, bro. Uh, Ross Jackson. John Hendrickson, of course, Cat, who was on the podcast before the Panthers or before the Panthers game. If you haven't listened or watched that episode, even though the game already happened, like that that game that pod didn't have anything much to do with the Panthers game. Go go listen to that podcast, please. Go listen or watch, like and subscribe on YouTube. Only person I still ha- like is feeding this beacon of hope is like Jeff Norwak. Norwak, dude, the Saints pay him. The Saints gotta pay him. The Saints gotta pay That's him. That's too, bro. He got to get a cutback. He get a kickback. He gets kickback. I don't, I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that, or he just like being, you know, the contrary <laughs> on Twitter. Everybody's saying this, but when I say that, like, shut up. <laughs> you know that motherfucker just wants me shut up. Man. Damn. Oh, he been blocked for years, bro. Like, and the only reason I saw, oh, I already know that. But the only reason I saw something he tweeted was on the on the pod um, Twitter, and he was, like, coming to Derek Carr's defense a couple of days ago. Bro, I almost bought him from the Twitter pod account, bro. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what? What? Do you what, you go to the games as part of your job, and you sit up and watch all 22, and you can't, yo. Let me stop, bro. This man, I can't even. This man went to Texas Tech, bro. Like, we're supposed to be have, like, a, a, a brethren. Can't even claim this man. Can't even go, can't even go to Texas Tech? No. Nah, can't claim him, bro. Um. Bro, the, the the fucking charges are terrible too, bro. Like that's 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 Ooh. a war crime. <laughs> that's a war crime in the NFL, bro. Man, and if you charge, you're like, man, y'all could have had Sean Payton over there. You, bro, if they if they lose to Sean Payton, that that's the that that's how petty Sean is. He wanted to go to he wanted to go to the Chargers. They're like, nah, we ain't gonna we gonna stick with Brandon Staley. We're not gonna pay the money. 
Oh, you know, Sean, like, oh, let me sweep these motherfuckers. Oh, just long as Sean. Let me sweep them. <laughs> let me sweep them. Anyway, um, <sighs> not much to talk about, man. We we might do a, just an episode on 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 Sarah J and and the impact in the adult <laughs> industry, bro. Get get CJ on this shit. We just chop chop the shit up, bro. Like <laughs> Sarah J and foreign policy history in the United States. <laughs> That's gonna be the title. Talking about Al Qaeda and, and and fat ass white girls right? And just one pod, bro. Just, just mix them all together, bro. <laughs> Vietnam and Pulse. That's, mm-hmm. that's the podcast. That's the podcast title right in our spinoff. <laughs> Vietnam and Pulse. <laughs> anyway, um, we will be back. I can't write this thing. <laughs> Need it. Need it, bro. Need it, bro. Um, truly, <laughs> we love y'all. We appreciate y'all so much. Uh, this is it's, it, it's, it sucks as a fan, but we always find a way to at least try to keep it entertaining because at this point, that's the best we could do. Um, we'll be back this upcoming week doing the, the Giants preview. Uh, and as all like, please, if if you are watching these games alone, or if you watching these games a- alone as you're scrolling on on Twitter or whatever, a dollar a month, a dollar a month gets you in the live stream. Even if you if even if you don't got to have your camera on, you you can you can be in there, camera on, mic off, just just the, just watch, just being a part of the reaction because it's it's nothing like, it. especially like a, a day like today. Today was hilarious, bro. Hilarious, um, man. But thank y'all for the support. Thank y'all for continuing watching whatever, everything you guys are doing, even with the Saints playing like this. Phenomenal. Truly, truly phenomenal. So, yes. oh my God, they out here getting Justin Herbert killed, bro. Ooh. That's what I'm watching now, <laughs> Thank y'all. We will be back this coming week uh, with the preview pod. With that. We're out. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.